that's a that's, definitely um, pick to pick. Is that is, um, is that the Natalie Portman movie? No, no that's Annihilation, but that's Annihilation. another good show. Um, but uh, Arrival is that stain, or is it no. uh, the other one? Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Lo- oh yeah, Lane. Amy Adams. Amy Adams, Amy and then Adams. it was uh, Hawkeye. See, I don't even know these. They don't even movie stars. I don't even fucking know them. I, I call them Hawkeye because that's <laughs> oh my god, is. god is terrible. <laughs> Anyways, we're right back at you with episode three forty-seven. The to double be fair, feature. You did that with you did it with Amy Adams too. You called her Lois Lane, yeah. so it's just across the board. <laughs> and <laughs> to be tough. fair, and to be fair, Jeremy Renner is a music all star. So yes, yes. agreed. <laughs> he has he has a he has a hit song. You know it. Uh, so we're going to get right back into it. We're not going to waste a lot of time on the intro here because we're doing these live back to back. So if you're listening to this in your podcast feed, you're like, what the fuck? This is a really quick, no, no bullshit intro. Well, then fucking there you go. There's your explanation. Deal with it. We're back with the double feature Todd's picks for November. Uh, the second being Nope. So if you have not watched Nope yet and don't want to hear us spoil the movie for you, this is your one chance to back out of this episode. We will do a very brief intro, and then we're going to be right into the movie. So this is your chance to turn this off while we're introducing everyone on the show. Of course, welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, and once a month we talk about movies for a little bit. Uh, either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I am your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Sunday evening, singing out the weekend and starting your week early, is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Dazir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Whatever I said last time. You know Accepted is on HBO now? I mean, HBO Max? Oh, oh boy. Oh, on HBO Max. want to watch Accepted. Okay. You, yeah. you watching that tonight, Mike? You queuing that up for bedtime? You getting getting down your cozies? Maybe. You getting into your cozies and bumping a little? You changing your pick? You gonna ask me about your wiener? Yeah, I just... <laughs> ask me about my wiener. <laughs> I need to get that on my soundboard. Don't worry. Yeah, you do. I'll yeah, do you do. Uh, also joining us, tonight, of course, is the Fortnite father, the Callisto Proto Todd Todd Gary. How are you doing tonight? Um, yeah, same as last time. Same as Mike. Okay, Good to okay, go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and rounding us out, of course, the Disney daddy himself, Mr. Dominic Forty. Dom, how are you doing? I'm here. I'd love to hear it. Uh, so a couple of quick housekeeping things, and then we're right into Nope. Uh, if you want to partake in the December PTC Movie Club, it is Mike's pick, and Mike's pick for the month is, of course, I already forgot. What is it, Mike? Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Bullet Train. It's on Netflix, uh, I'm, I'm pumped, because I don't yep. know if it's on it yet, but like, I just and Netflix just announced. I think a whole it's bunch on it because like I I okay, always watch something cool. else on Netflix and it popped up as like a suggested thing. It's like oh yeah, shit. I was, I've been meaning to. I was gonna be, I was gonna watch it regardless. So I'm glad you actually picked it. Um. So yeah, so we will chat about Bullet Train at the end of the month. So if you want to hear us chat about that, you can get yourself in a position to watch Bullet Train at some point during December. It is on Netflix. So you can look forward to that. Uh, a couple other housekeeping things. I forgot to mention this on the lap on the last episode. But there is friend of the program, Alex Van Aken, is doing an incredible documentary on Yacht Club Games and their new game, Mina the Hollower. And that will be premiering, I believe, in parts starting this upcoming week. Um, very cool project. I've seen some snippets. I have helped in a very small way put some stuff together for that. So I am very excited to see that full thing in, in, in action uh alex is super talented so you should definitely check that out over on game informer when that starts to drop that is uh very cool i'm very excited for that 
and very honored to be a very small piece of something really cool that he is putting together, uh, which I hope leads to him doing more of these types of kind of documentary style uh, works on studios and games and stuff because he's very talented and the stuff that I was able to see ahead of time it looks fucking fantastic. There's a trailer out for it now, so you can go check that out on Alex's Twitter or Game Informers or I'm sure all of their other social channels as well as their YouTube page, I'm sure. Um, but really cool stuff. Really excited for that, so make sure to check that out. But that brings us to Nope. Which... Bro, I get it. You didn't like it. All right, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I mean, I like this movie a lot more than Barbarian. I'll say that. I'll say that. Um, see, see, Todd, you sometimes you get picks. You know, sometimes you got picks. But we'll get into the 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 meat and potatoes here in just a second. Of course, we always begin these episodes the same way, which is pulling up the box office here with a budget of. Why is the fucking budget not here again? Let me look up the budget. My my normal source for for budgets is not pulling the budgets properly. So with a budget of about sixty-eight million U.S. dollar dues, where do we think Nope did worldwide, Mike? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try again. Uh, a uh, uh, hundred and ten mil. Okay. Okay. Tom. One hundred and fifty. Okay, Mike. Uh, Todd. Seventy. Seventy. Yeah. You think it did one million over its budget? I feel like this movie didn't perform well, if I remember correctly, but I don't know. I, I don't think people are going to the movies as much as I need Maybe I'm wrong, though. I have no idea. I'm going to just quickly, I want to see something. I just Scorsese, see something. Scorsese was right. Scorsese and uh, Quentin Tarantino. And Does whoever. box office take into account, like, like if I pre-order it on Apple Music or anything? I, I don't oh, think so. I, no. don't th- I don't think so. I think that's... You're talking about, like, like a home... Release? Like a home, yeah, like a home box. Like I don't a, think it. I don't okay. think it counts that. Okay. Um, I know they call it home box office, but it doesn't count. Yeah, well, so that's, that's what HBO stands for. But so I think what what Todd might be confusing is that this movie did perform worse in theaters than Jordan Peele's other two similarly genreed films. But I think that also might be pretty heavily affected by the fact this movie's coming out in a pandemic time frame. It came out in 2020, this year, right? Came out this year? Uh, maybe last yeah. year. No, I think it was this year. Yeah. Was it this year? Uh, I think so. Yeah, no, it was yeah, this July, year. Yeah, July of this year. So, I mean, it's coming out in a time where it's still not like... Us came out in 2019, so pre-pandemic, and obviously Get Out was before that, so that came out before that as well um so i i I think movie ticket sales unless you're to fucking you know todd's favorite unless you're a marvel movie or a a big blockbuster type film you're probably gonna have a lot harder time convincing people here we go to get out into the theaters but anyways uh you're all very incorrect this uh finished the worldwide box office uh just over 170 million but in comparison, uh, what was us, domestic? Just like domestic, I think probably carried this film. Yeah, domestic was one twenty three, so most of it was domestic, and that seems to be the case with uh, all three of Jordan Peele's of these films. 
I, I I hesitated to say all three of his films. Does he have other direct director credits? Like, are these I, his movies? I don't think anything okay. coming out in theaters. Okay. Twilight Zone. Yeah, see, that was a television show on Paramount Plus. Yeah, and all three of his films are movie. are very heavily weighted towards, uh, like almost seventy percent of it is coming from the U.S. box office. Um. He so yeah, so Candyman, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think he might have. He didn't direct it, right? relation, I don't think he directed no. it. He was just involved. So for comparison, oh, Get he Out. He was he was writer producer for Candyman. Get Out had a budget of four point five million. Was that the same budget as yes. Barbarian? Yes. Uh, and it did two hundred and fifty five million. Holy so shit! That's a very different situation. Though. Yeah. Get Out, his first movie. Yes, it like it like became like a viral hit. Also pre-pandemic, super pre-pandemic. That's also true. It is well, not super twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. I guess it was in the movies for a year. They kept it in theaters for a year. Probably that can't be correct. It, probably it like got an internet following and like ruined an internet following. Listen, I'm not a doctor. I don't know these things. Um, I mean, also, I also it was it was the first we had seen from Peel other than like Yano and Key and Peel. No, and I know, and that's why, and, and, and that's why I'm I'm hesitant to be like, was this supposed to be like people were had their eyes on this, like this is going to be a success? No, I think it was like the opposite. Like people were going to see what he like was up to, and it was something like very different. His opening weekend for Get Out was around thirty million, and his opening weekend for us is seventy-one million. The opening yeah. weekend for Nope, again, we're in pandemic time, so forty-four million. But um, still pretty so, solid, though. Forty-four million for an opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and again, I, for a horror movie. I, I would also argue that horror. you know, yeah, for a for for a rated R film horror. of this of this type, you know, it's it's genre on box office mojo as a horror mystery sci-fi thriller which i feel like is yeah. pretty accurate uh yeah you're you're already you got a lot of things stacked against you for you to have a more mainstream appeal it's cinema and, though you're gonna get people out there i mean this was cinema this was a good fucking this is a well crafted movie i don't think that... scorsese would have any problem with this movie uh this is a well-crafted movie he liked pearl he he liked this pearl yeah he liked pearl he loved pearl oh i gotta go see i gotta see pearl now too yeah right he's like (laughs) he said he like was raved about uh what's her name's performance and it was just like going on about she's like she's like the female equivalent of bill skarsgård to me right yeah who who is that who is this Uh, i don't remember what her name is yeah the the one that's an x in pearl i don't know mia goth me a goth. Yeah, I think this is an excellent, excellent film that I was utterly bored by. Uh, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, what do we think this Rotten Tomatoes is looking like for Nope Tomato Meter versus Audience Score, Mike? Mm, I'm gonna give it uh, an 85 critic, but I'm gonna give it a 70 audience. Oh, okay. Todd? Um, I'm going to give it... Okay, I'm going to give it 84 and 
80. 84, 80, 85, 70. Todd, uh, Dom, where are you landing? I'm going to go 86, 75. You're a piece of shit. Mike (laughs) coming out on top by being, oh, wait, no. It's a split between Mike and Todd. Uh, With an 82 tomato, that puts Mike on the W there, and a 69 audience that puts Todd on the W there. Todd's at 70, right? Mike's at 80? I think I said, I don't remember what I said. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, you said seventy, so Mike, Mike, Mike. Okay, so then Mike, Mike, fucking slam dunking it. You don't get points for this. I'm sorry, Mike, but uh, maybe next time. So yeah, I mean, it's got a decent critic critic score, but audiences everywhere seemed to not love it. Um, it's a, it's like it's well, another. Seventy's device. still pretty good. It's still oh, pretty it's good. It's like, yeah. I feel like a lot. I mean, of it's sixty nine, so it's nice, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sixty nine. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of horror movies so are like like these are very divisive because I mean I don't want to like jump right into this right away but like I feel like the way this movie plays out a lot of people are disappointed probably that there's like no aliens or there's no you know like, you know what I'm saying like there's an alien but like there's one there's yeah alien. no I, I know but, I or, don't or, uh... or is he an alien has he been there all along like you know what I'm saying like is he just like something that's been part of that area forever and like always been there. You know, like it's a. Uh, I, yeah, I don't I think know. that's the the thing you should be trying to grasp at. It's just, it's, Why though? It's been there forever. Like it's not an alien. I I, I don't know about that, but uh, it could just it could just be an animal, like from here. I mean, I <laughs> I, I think I think that is just. I understand what you're both saying. I just think that is a very irrelevant thing to argue because oh, I yeah, think no, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no, it's not important to like no. yeah. I, I, I think I think that thing is just its purpose is to serve the themes of the film. That's all that thing is doing is serving the purpose of the themes, uh, both like on a broad spectrum of like, yeah, this is a kind of horror, kind of mystery, kind of sci fi. You don't really know what's going on. This is the thriller aspect of it. But it's also like. When you dive into the themes of the movie, I think it is also very heavy, heavily handled, handled as like this is the 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 literal literal vehicle of the themes of the film for the most part. Um, Todd and I talked a little bit about this the other day, and that's where I'm kind of leaning into some of the stuff Todd said about stuff. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there in just a moment. Broadly, we know Todd loves this film. We know it was, my favorite, it was probably my favorite movie of this year. I can think um, of. I think Dom is sitting in a in a middling point of this film. I think he's not really swayed too far either direction. I was fine with the movie. Uh, Mike, where are you feeling with Nope broadly? I once again don't know what the point of the movie was, and I'm waiting for you guys to explain it to me. This is what happened because I feel I just feel like I'm a dumb dumb. Okay with that. I think Get Out was like super on the nose. Like I, yes. I understood what was happening. Yes. Then us happened. I was like, I'm, I'm a head. It's a head scratcher here. I'm not really sure what the point is. I think I kind of came. I feel to like it was I feel like me. we came out of us and like had a conversation. We're like, all right, that makes sense now. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. And then here I am watching over my. Like, I I don't know what happened. Let me tell you how this movie started off for me. I watched and like that first thing scene happened with like the monkey like whatever mm-hmm. it's a monkey paw and i just thought that was one of the production companies I'm like was that part of the movie is that like one of those production monkey, company like <laughs> monkey paw <laughs> is his production company yeah, right. yeah. yeah. and then but it showed the monkey there i'm like okay that's part of that thing right like, I, I didn't know what's going on 
but yeah, that's that's how I started off. And like, yes, I don't know what's going on with that movie. Yeah, I, I'll before we dive into it, then head first, I'll just say that. I really liked this movie from for a lot of reasons. I was unfortunately very fucking bored during this movie. I think it was just way too fucking long. It just didn't need How to be as it? long. Two hours and 15 minutes. It just didn't need to be that long. long. I, it, I, it was absolutely that long. It was absolutely too long. It, it had a lot of... See, I was never bored during this movie. I think that I was like always sur- like I loved like the mystery behind it. Like even though like you know I'm not saying we get a lot of answers at the end, but I did like going into it with like so. So that's the thing is that there was the first half of this movie. I was much more invested because it was a lot of okay, what's going on? Okay, what? Okay, this. Okay, this. Like I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I like thinking. I like having like being provoked in this you know intelligent way there's clearly some other things at 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 play here under the seams there's clearly something you know on the screen going on with this alien or whatever it ends up being um and i'm intrigued then you get to the stuff about uh steven yun's character in his past and i'm like okay like how are these things playing together why does this keep coming up? And I think that they do kind of wrap them all in, but I don't think they do it. I, I feel like it, I feel like some of the conclusion of the movie is very messy and doesn't hit. Oh. Uh, Mike's audio is a little messed up again. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of drawn out moments that I think there just could have been a little bit of things removed and it would have been felt a little more cohesive to me. Because there's definitely a point towards the end of the movie where I'm like, cool, like, I like the fact that, like, they have to concoct this, the way that they concoct the plan to, like, capture the thing and, like, do this stuff with, like, you know, it cuts all the electricity, so, like, we got these fucking crazy fucking flappy arm guys, because that's how we can tell if it's about, like, just, like, I think there's some clever stuff physically in the plot there to, like, get to this thing. But I, I just feel like there's a lot of fucking fluff in there at points that I'm just like, I get me forward. I, I want to see how this concludes. And it got to the point where I just don't think that I was happy with the conclusion. And I was very bored getting there, which makes me sad because I think that clearly Jordan Peele is super talented. Uh, I think this movie is gorgeous. I remember seeing some interview at some point that like, the way they had to play with lighting and stuff to film this movie outside was like very. A, he he built a giant light to go over the house. Yeah, so like there's cool shit going into this. I'll see if I can find a picture of it. It's it's like pretty impressive to look at. Yeah, I, I remember reading or or seeing an interview clip or something of <laughs> like them talking about filming this movie specifically and how some of the stuff. I think they, I don't know if it's in regards to the light you're talking about or something else, but it sounded like they had to create stuff for this that has never been used um, to like make this movie work the way he wanted or look the way he wanted it to look. Uh, I think the acting is fucking phenomenal. Like I think all three of the main actors and then, you know, the supporting actors are are fine too. I think uh, it is just like a very good artistic job 
um, across the board. I just, I'm just kind of fucking bored. Uh, so Todd, you you got to be doing some of the lifting here because you love this movie. Mm-hmm. And even talking well, like, to you the other like, day, some of the stuff we talked about made me look at some stuff in a different light. But just just like the movie, like without going deep into the movie, I was just <clears throat> I enjoyed the movie in itself because um, I feel like a lot of these movies are always always end open ended. Like a lot of these like art house kind of movies, they like you know they don't spell everything out for you and everything. And I I do like those style of movies because. The first thing I do after watching a movie like this is I go deep into the internet and find like, you know, start seeing what people say about it. And that's, I, I, I find that exciting as well because it's kind of like you just said, like people just open my eyes to this movie yeah, and like yeah. certain things. And, um, but as the movie without going deep into it, I just enjoyed it for what it was. I think I, I enjoyed it for the same reason that I enjoyed um, Barbarian because I had no fucking clue where this movie was going. Um, and at the same time, I just think it's a much well, a better, well-made movie than Barbarian. I just think, uh, oh, um, yeah, by far, cinematography every, every wise, like, yes. yeah, yeah. like every aspect. Yeah. Like but also just, look at uh, the budget and the person producing Like there's yeah, a lot of, of like, it's it, coming, that's that like, he's coming off his yeah. like biggest movie. Yeah, no, of course. Um, but we talked about this a lot and, I, and like Mike was saying, he didn't understand a lot of the themes or did you say you like, didn't understand what it was trying to say? Yeah, I did not. I feel like this movie's trying to say like a lot. And uh, I guess that's why I think it could be boring to some, I think, because I think that there's like so many different <clears throat> things he's trying to tackle in this. Um, like, I think the biggest thing is like the monetization of like spectacle, like everyone's just fucking trying to be like to get rich, like, like Kiki Parma's character is like, literally, they're like almost dying. And she's like, still trying to get that shot to fucking make it. Yeah. Um, whereas, okay. I my my takeaway from the my biggest takeaway from the movie was like that like today's society needs everything to be on camera. Yes, and like we're and I've read some stuff that like we're the UFO. Um, I forget what they were saying about it. Like yeah. we chew things out, we chew things out and spin them out, and yeah. uh, you know, like we are like we like just process everything and just fucking consume like you know all this shit. But um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit like that, and. Um, what else? I, I have like so many things written down. Um, oh, and wanna, also, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. I was going to jump in and say that like, I think one of the things that still has stuck with me past the movie now, and this is not just Steven Yeun's character. It is also uh, Haywood and, and Emerald as well. Um, but I think it's a little bit more heavy-handed and over over the top with Stephen Young's character. Is Who's that hey, who are Haywood and uh, Daniel Kaluuya and and Kiki Palmer? Okay, okay. O- OJ and Emily. I just I just forget all of the uh, yeah yeah OJ is the I I have the cast up and it says Hayward Jr. But yeah, OJ okay. is what he calls yeah. himself in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Stephen Young's character's name is. It doesn't say it here. I don't know why it doesn't say it here. Uh, it was like Juke. No, that's not right. What's sounds- the What's the it's whatever the place is called? His, it's like Jupiter his, or something. Yeah, Jupiter. Right. Yeah, that's so his Ju- name. Right. Oh, his name is actually Jupiter. I thought I wasn't so. Sure what was his name? I don't know why it doesn't. Or maybe it's his character's name from the TV show. Let me just pull up IMDb because I don't know why this other thing I have open does not say the fucking characters' names. Um, Jupe, Ricky Park, but he goes by Jupe. Yeah, is is that his character's name from the show? Maybe. Maybe. I I don't know, but the yeah the name of the his like theme park thing is like Jupiter, Jupiter something. Yeah. Um. So I think like 
Todd is absolutely right. And I'm sure this is like not a grand statement. I'm sure anyone dissecting this film out there has probably made these other things about like, this is clearly a commentary on, uh, maybe not Hollywood, but commentary on entertainment and more specifically commentate commentary on not white people entertainment yeah so like, like like the relationship between minorities in hollywood and like yes. the cruel relationship that's been there yeah yes and i think the other thing the thing that's been sticking with them with me the most which i haven't done any deep dives and what other people's thoughts are out there because i didn't want to do that before we recorded this i, I will go and kind of off and read stuff after but i wanted to keep this more of my opinions and our opinions or whatever but specifically with with jupe his whole character's story arc is sort of based around his trauma and his trauma being monetized and having to deal with that on a daily basis. Like when they're in his office at the beginning of the movie, well, well the first time that in the movie they go to his ranch and they go into his office and Kiki Palmer, Emerald, goes with, with him, with OJ, and she points out, like, the movie, whatever, the TV poster, whatever it is that gets them talking about his childhood acting with, obviously, the monkey scene, all that stuff. And then he's like, oh, normally I charge for this, but, I, you know, you gotta, I'll let you guys see it. And they go into that room where it's, like, all memorabilia from that show. And then he makes, like, it's not, it's not like, a big part of the scene, so it's probably missable dialogue if, if the three of you don't even, like, remember this specifically. But he does mention... Oh, this European couple came and they insisted on like paying me to sleep in here and like stay, spend spend the night in here. And after like the movie plays out, and after I've been thinking those, about this movie for a little while, I'm like, okay, yeah, like very weird that like again this character who has had it, it's like the two sides of entertainment. It's like the two sides of Hollywood. It's like cool. Maybe people see Jupe as like this, whatever he is, he's front facing, you know, great with people has this ranch attraction place that people come and they probably think him and his family are great, all this stuff. But on the back side of him, the stuff, the side that no one really sees besides maybe his wife. Cause there's that one scene in his office where they're in there and he's just like fucking completely zoned out. And it's like coming off the flashback of the monkey murdering everybody and him. Uh, he's just fucking zoned out in the scene when it cuts to like present time and it's like behind, you know, his quote unquote, like successful facade, he has to fucking process and live with that. And like, he can't ever escape that because especially at this point that that's his life and his livelihood. And that's how he's making his money. But also it's like he, that piece of him never leaves. And again, to kind of go back to what Todd's saying about how this is, probably a more focused commentary on people of color in entertainment in Hollywood um, where it's like specifically this, you know, European, you know, colonizer people coming to pay money to fucking like pay money to come spend a night in something that is like ridiculously traumatic. I think, I, I think, uh, I don't know if this is, this isn't like a huge theme of it, but like false miracles too. And people believing in, cause like Jupe, like the, he's staring at the shoe. That's why he's not making eye contact with the monkey. 
That's why the monkey doesn't fucking kill him because he never made eye contact with him. So he believes that like that shoe standing up was like a false miracle in some ways. If that makes any sense. Um, so like that's the reason why the monkey didn't kill him because I don't know if like you guys were like paying attention to like the shoe standing up and it was I, just fucking. I up. know the shoe was standing up, so like that's yeah, so why. He, but, his, so that is why the monkey did not kill him because he never looked at the monkey. Because he was staring at the shoe and was like he that's why. At the monkey he's looking, under the, from under the table though. I can't, I can't remember how like I, I'm trying to remember that part right now, but like I don't know if like because the screen was there as well. Because like, the, is he looking through like the tablecloth of that part? Yeah, I don't know. Because at one the point they, they is obstructing their view. He, yeah, so yeah. he goes to fist bump him, and before they ever touch they hands, right. they shoot him. Yeah, but like, yes, that that scene, like that that whole scene for that movie for me is probably the most disturbing scene, and also maybe yeah. the most powerful scene in the whole fucking movie. That's great. Like I, I think it's after such a that good happened, because after that, after they show that, that's when it cuts to him in his like office and he's just like leaned up against his desk and he's just fucking zoned out. Like seemingly like the way it's being shot and presented to us is like, that's what his, he is seeing in his mind right now. Like that's what he is doing. Um, he also didn't learn anything from that because he's fucking basically doing what they did to the monkey to the fucking UFO at the same, yes. you know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. like basically just fucking well, doing the same shit. When you said like, like capitalizing off spectacle, that's kind of like, it, it, not those like direct words, but like I kept thinking, like he's capitalizing off of his childhood trauma. Yeah, and I, I do it, and by doing that, his punishment is that he has to relive that trauma. Yes. Yeah. And, well, yeah. a perfect example is the girl, the the other girl who was in the show with him that survived, that was all mangled. Exactly. She has like she has a pin on her, of herself, like she's yeah. like making like you know still trying yeah. to like monetize like yeah. that fucking chaos, and she, you yeah. know it's yeah. Th- there's definitely a lot of like. The, clearly the the bigger themes to this movie are like the vicious cycle of entertainment and like having to like wh- whether you have like extreme extremely traumatic things to that that you know define your life and you and in like jupe um and i guess i i mean doesn't, i guess the same thing with oj the, and his dad doesn't the ship have like uh issues with like anything color Anything of color too, isn't that like an issue? It doesn't isn't that? Like I mean, it has a problem with the flags. I, yeah. I but I think that was more of getting caught. Yeah, like getting caught in its throat, so to speak. Yeah, I I I think it was more of like it clearly it, it clearly eats things that are not like living because it's just like eating a bunch of shit. But I think specifically they just it it tried to eat what it thought was a horse and it. It didn't. I think that I think the flag thing is just simply they were looking for a way to be like, can we, if we get him to eat this fake horse or abduct this fake horse? Because I don't think they initially think it's a living. No, they thought it was an alien ship. Yeah. So they they were just trying to see if they could get be like, okay, cool. If we can get it to have this thing with flying flags out of it, we can spot it easier because it has like these things caught from it. And I told Um, you too about like the father, how like you know he was like trying to get rich and then he just died by. You know what he was trying to do, like money killed him. It wasn't even fucking, you know, like the he get what does he get the I forget what he gets through his forehead. It was a like coin, a quarter, it was coin, like a coin, yeah, yeah, it was a coin of some sort. Was it was it U.S. currency or was it a coin from Ju- Jupiter Ranch or whatever? Uh, I didn't look into it. I thought it was a U.S. currency. Yeah, I like thought so too. Coin. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know when you when you. 
look at this film for what it's trying to talk about when it comes to like those themes of you know all the stuff we just talked about i feel like it does a lot of very interesting commentary on those things like i, I think it does very well at sh sort of talking about those things even to the point where it's like just at its at its core you know if we're talking about it's a, a commentary on entertainment business hollywood whatever the animal is literally like I think it is interesting for it to like the fact that it chews you up and spits you out. Like it literally is doing that where it's like the entertainment business is also like it, it's what it does. It chews people up, spits them out. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't even care for what they are. It doesn't need the nutrients from them. It doesn't need that. It's just, it's going to fucking chew you up and it's going to fucking spit you out. I thought well, that was like chewing people up and spitting them out. The house was, it, was always just fucking covered in fucking blood and shit and raining things out. It was just chewing stuff up and spitting it out. I'm uh, sure it was no, still digesting some of it. But... Because part of it was me remembering, like, it was flying above him and he was, like, hearing people scream. Yeah, like, it was like... Right and after, just before, right like, it. yeah. Like, it was, it was, it was yeah. a thing, yeah. It was a thing they sucked up before fucking... Okay. Right when they were at the, like, the rodeo thing where they all got sucked up. Yeah, they all got yeah. sucked off. Sucked off. I was just gonna say... Um... I, I don't know. And I will say, like, when he goes in, when they're, when you're early in the film, when you're still, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on, like, are aliens showing up with all this stuff? When the fucking kids from the ranch, like, sneak into the fucking, into Hayward Ranch and. Aliens from uh, Romani Ranch. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's literally what it, they reminded me of. <laughs> this, is, this is why I like his style, too, because I don't know if you remember the cameras that were in. Uh, when they were filming the show with the monkey, the cameras look like the aliens. They're like old school cameras, but they like have like the eyes on the side. Oh, really? they have like, yeah, it's super cool. It's like a stupid little little thing, but he was definitely going for that. Like, mm. he's like, uh, yeah, he's uh, I'm super impressed by him with every movie I see. I know like yeah. a lot of people haven't liked a lot of his recent stuff, but I've really enjoyed it. Uh, honestly, I think I really just think that if this movie was a little bit tighter, I would like it even that much more because i think that was just ultimately it got to the point where i think the things the movie is trying to say and do it does that and then you have just more movie that's like this not even action stuff it's just like cool i don't i don't even really care if they kill this thing or like like i just like all that stuff was just it, it that stuff seemed like hollywood to me and that was like this is the stuff i actually don't want from this movie i like i was happy with everything before it I was looking up some stuff too about like the what the the UFO looks like in its final form, and people were like comparing it to like angels. And I didn't like go too deep into it, but like I think it would like looks like some biblical angel. I don't know yeah. what that means, but it, it did kind of <clears throat> look like an angel from Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is now my movie pick for the next <laughs> the next month. All four of the rebuild films. Um, so hearing us chat more about it, Mike. Well, well, actually, I will say one more thing, too, because now that I'm looking at the cast of the, of the film, like, again, I think this movie, like Todd had been saying, it definitely is specifically looking at more so than anything else, the relationship between people of color in Hollywood and entertainment, as opposed to just broadly people in entertainment, even though I think it does still touch on things outside of that. Um, but you look at the main cast of the film, it is mostly centered around OJ, Emerald, and Angel. Oh, and yeah. then Angel too. So four 
the four, I, w- I would argue the three main characters plus like the, f- probably the fourth one after that. That's like not a main character, but probably in most of the movie outside of anyone else, all not white. And then the only other like real, maybe anything that kind of shows up at some point that's a little bit more in the film is the director who I'm just assuming is white. Maybe he's not even white. I don't fucking know. The cinematographer? Not yes. Director? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, That guy also, like, sort of just kind of there for something else and, like, there for the spectacle that Todd kind of kept referencing at the beginning. He had and, to like, get his, he had to get his perfect oh, shot. His perfect shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. had his perfect shot. He was like, all right, I'm all done. That was, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's another commentary on, like, Okay. Entertainment is like he just wanted his perfect shot, and that was all he wanted. Like that was all he lived for was I just want my perfect shot. Because as soon as he was done, he was like, "All right, fuck this." Yeah, yeah right. to the top of the mountain. And and the guy who plays him, I forget who he is. Uh, he's like an old school actually, horror guy. So I was just looking it up because he yeah he's somebody yeah yeah because I'm school he, what horror guy. He was in a bunch oh, of really? horror okay. films. Yeah, interesting. So, Jordan Peele obviously like you know loves horror movies so. Mm. He's the main. He's the main antagonist from The Crow. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It comes back to The Crow. Yeah. Uh, um, did anyone else get like a, a like a Jaws vibe from the end of that movie? Oh, one hundred percent. That's what I read. What did I read? I wrote this down. Someone said. Like I was uh, watching it, and like the cinematographer guy was like the captain who's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch the shark," yeah, and then 100%. he gets killed by the thing. And there was that one guy who was like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't die," and it turns out he doesn't die. One guy was like in like the little shark cage and this guy was like wrapped in tarp and barbed yeah. wire so he didn't get eaten and then the other two were the the other guy from the movie they're, they're just one character Mile, you son of a bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah no because uh, he's you know that like i mean people jaws is like the like staple of like suspense thriller horror movies but like um uh, i was reading yeah I, I was reading something that um there's a poster of Steven Ewan. Wait, Dom made a Dom made a look when I said accidentally. I was only half paying attention. Oh, but what was accidentally? Because, like, I think what ended up working for that film in the long run was not on purpose. They didn't. It's have just a really well made movie, though. The, the shark wasn't working. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. It it wouldn't have been a susp- It wouldn't have been the the. Like staple of suspense. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it still would have been fine, yeah. but I think that ended up working out for the movie yeah. because oh, for sure, for sure. Like, I personally hate sharks, so like I've seen Jaws a million times, and I fucking hate that movie. And the fact that it, like it's just like it goes with the music, like everything about that works out for that in the long run. Well, I mean, the whole premise of Alien is based off of the the like premise of like Jaws and the alien and the shark not working, so. Oh wait, in Alien, the fucking face—you don't see a xenomorph until you don't see a xenomorph until like I don't know the last really twenty minutes of the movie, probably. Or are the rest of them like more full of xenomorphs? Yeah, yeah. So two, two is basically like just fucking Marines fight fucking aliens. You were you were in the middle of saying something, Todd, and then we derailed you, so I apologize. Uh, no, I was just saying this. Uh, there's a poster of Jupe's character where he's like looking up, and there's it's his hat, his cowboy hat. And but the cowboy hat is basically the ship, but it looks yeah. like a cowboy hat. And yeah. I was someone was saying it's like the reverse of it's like a, the reverse of Jaws posters, where like the sharks coming up, where like the hats coming over, and it's kind of like it, it, I don't know, it was like a stupid thing, but like so 
so I know exactly what you're talking about because when this movie came out, at some point shortly after the movie came out, I remember people sharing that movie poster specifically saying stuff like Jordan Peele is a fucking madman. This is genius. Like all this stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to remember to look at this fucking movie poster at some point. Cause I'm sure I'll at least read a synopsis of this film. If I never end up watching it. Cause I watched get out and like, I would never watch get out again. Cause I just, it, I, it was uncomfortable. Uh, a lot of those suspense moments. And I don't think I would ever enjoy us. So I'm never going to watch that movie. Um, Unless. No, please don't. I, us, <laughs> us just looks like more of a straight up horror film. And I don't No, No, I mean, there's, I th- there's more horror film aspects to it. Like, yeah, like this one like, has, like, this one has its own like horror stuff that it pulls from. Yeah. Us, us pulls from like slasher films. Like, which I don't like, which like, okay. th- like, nope, like, again, not a movie that I would personally pick to watch, but I was genuinely ex- not excited, but I was like, I was curious and ready to watch this film. And it did not like I wasn't. I don't think there was any points of the movie where I was like uneasy or scared or whatever. I was more intrigued by what was going on. The trailers I've seen for us don't make me feel that way. Um, and. I don't know. I've seen Get Out once. I'm good. I don't need to see it again. I just uh, looked it up, by the way. Uh, a xenomorph is on screen an alien for a total of four minutes. Jeez. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the, exactly what you're saying, Todd. The, that poster with G, with Steven Yun is like, it's him in his outfit with his cowboy hat on, but the w- angle and the way everything looks, it if you look at it now after seeing the movie, it looks like the ship is eating it. Like, it looks like it's the ship eating him and not his hat. It's, uh, it's very it's clever. So- <clears throat> Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's like movies like this. This is like, this is cinema. No, um, no, movies like this, fucking, uh, I like like the discourse with stuff like this, like kind of like the same way I like Lost. Like, it's kind of like open ended stuff, and like, you know, you can choose to discuss it how you want, even if it doesn't end that well. And yeah, uh, I don't know. Has, has, Dom and or Mike, have your opinion on this movie changed at all after this discussion or no? Um, I don't know if changed is the right word. I think it was more like, hey, you know, this was a, a fun ride. I didn't get parts of it. Now that I get parts of it, it's just like, okay, it was a it was a fun ride. And now I understand what the ride was about. Dom, any I mean, changes? No, I still feel that it was fine. I don't, I don't know. It's still like not my favorite movie. Like I, I don't know. It's not I, my favorite I, of his think, movies. So not my favorite of his movies. But I think Get Out was either you know a really high bar, or again, I am a dumb dumb, and like that one was just so straightforward. I mean, that one was like, that one was definitely more straightforward than the other two. It was it was so <laughs> straightforward and so easy for me to get, and also again because like I'm not typically a person fond of this genre in general. That when like I saw it and I understood what I was doing, I'm like, okay, I get what you're doing. I understand why you use this genre to convey this point. Like I, I like this despite the fact it's not normally my thing. Whereas this is like, uh, okay, I guess you did it again. Congrats. And I, I feel like it's, I feel like it makes me sound like I'm poo-pooing him. I still think he's like a good filmmaker. It's just that I don't know. Also had Tim Heidecker in it though, didn't it? 
it did, yes. Yeah. It so, did have Tim Halle Decker. So top uh, top cinema. Yes. 100%. I uh yeah, I don't know. I I like I said, I like the movie. It's just one of those things where Iron Man wasn't there. I get it. It's fine. Yeah, that's what, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Need some um, more Chris Evans, more Chris Hemsworth, more Chris Pratt. I, I love how Todd just paints me as like the fucking poster child of like MCU. And it's like, I enjoy those movies for what they are. I, I, I also don't watch movies, really. So, and I've said I like this movie. It's just fucking boring. It's too long. We, we established too long. Brandon doesn't watch movies. And when Todd gives him movies to watch, he doesn't like them. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going to keep watching my movies. Uh, I, I really do think it's just a little too long. Like when they have the scene where it's like they're planning the fucking end game of this movie, it's like, all right, speed it up. And then you have the whole end of the movie, and it's like, all right, speed it up. Like I know what we're doing. I know what this is leading to. Like I, it's just the rest of the movie was more thought provoking and more open to interpretation so then we when we arrived at what we needed to do for the rest of the movie i was just like all right cool i am less Uh, entertained now to be fair you have to have a pretty high iq to like rick and morty i mean uh no okay yeah it's a a skill-based movie here's a thing and like it's not like an important point i was just i was just kind of scratching my head through it so oj and m figure out like hey there's like an alien or something that's up in the sky i feel like jupiter had like he caught on to it super quick and was already figuring out like i guess that was the point of the movie but like i was just like wait you're you're also on board with this with like no information and you're like i don't know using this i was 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 confused but he was monetizing so like it makes sense now but like since I'm figuring it out after the fact, I'm like, wait a minute. So you figured out the alien thing already and you already like set up a, a thing. But again, yeah, I guess that was the point. I think if I'd put that together earlier, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is this is smart. This is this is some high IQ stuff. Again, my brain so smooth. Uh yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It was, it was more than fine. I I love I mean it's all right. It's all right. Um, like it's to the point where, again, for a, for a genre that I would typically not digest, I would consider whatever his next movie is without even knowing what it is just yet. You know what I mean? Like I would consider, like, yeah, maybe I'll watch his next movie. Oh, nice. So that, won't watch us, but... That's good then, because my next pick is probably going to be Terrifier too. So, um, <laughs> You, you're, so you're again, just... w- again, when I was like looking up again, I was like looking up something about Andor. I was looking up like one of like the <laughs> like review, like movie reviewer things is, I normally used to look is at. Is he in it? Is like, Rahul, uh, what's his name in it? No, he, no, th- th- this is okay. beside the point. Well, it's oh, not like beside the point, but like when I was because he's he's in uh, Rogue One. Oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, when I was looking up something about Andor, I was looking up like this movie reviewer that I normally look at one of their most recent YouTube uploads was about Barbarian. So I was watching that video. That's where I like learned a bunch of things, but like they had brought up uh, the movie that you just mentioned, Todd. Uh, and they showed some like video clips. I'm like, Oh, why this is exact. This is exactly the kind of movie that I think I would not like for exactly the 
No, I wouldn't like. I don't like, I like. I'm joking when I say it, but it's like it's like overly gory. It's fucking gross. It's like it's not anything good. I would never. I would. It doesn't look good to me. I've watched like some of the shit on that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all set. I, I don't, don't know remember Keith David being the father. He's he, only in the movie yeah. very briefly. Like, the very beginning, oh, like two scenes. I actually that was, was one so of that weird. One, that was one of the my uh, I was I didn't bring up. That was probably one of my biggest complaints about that movie is him being in the movie for that short a period of time. The president when, when he shows up. Yeah, the president. Rick yes, and Morty. The president, president. When he shows up at the beginning of the movie and then he immediately dies and then it goes into like the the opening credits where like they show the cast and they say and Keith Day. I'm like, all right, well he just died in the beginning. Does he have more of a like does he show up as a ghost? Mm. What, what happens? He's got one flashback. That's it. I'm like, well, okay, good for you. You got get that check, boy. Yeah, secure the bag. And I also, I don't want to harp on the movie too much more. We should wrap it up. But like, eh, never mind. I won't even get into it because I, I feel like it's it's the way it's done is done on purpose, and I feel like that it it just is what it is because the movie is clearly talking about the things that we've been talking about the last fucking thirty minutes. But like, it'll briefly mention stuff like. That multiple times they bring up, oh, the first, the first, like, I don't know, if it was the first moving horse on screen or the first like moving picture or whatever it was. Like they kept referencing that it was a black actor, which I meant to look up to see if that was an actual fact, like a historical was, fact or not. Oh, okay. uh, wait, it is. Did you look it up or not? No, 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 no. no. I, I thought you were talking about something else. But like they they brought that up a few different times in the film, and like I don't know. Part of me is like I kind of wanted more of like these connections that they're trying to make but again maybe that's just like these are the, these are here for you to dissect and kind of think about but not each of the four like... main characters each of the four main characters have been wronged by the industry basically too like you can like make how, a case for like all fucking, who who's the fourth one i don't uh so uh the direct i mean the the he's cinematographer wrong. why has he been wronged by the industry I don't know. I don't know how to tie that in. To be honest with you, I'd have to like look into it more. Or he might—he might be the closest thing to like. Or I—I I don't know. Maybe they all—maybe they all represent like the stages of going through the industry, where it's like all he cared about was getting his the best shot, like the shot he's missing or whatever it is, he finally gets it and he's fucking done. Like, all right, good to go. Cause there's a few different times where I think between OJ and Emerald, they like go back and forth with if they're going to actually go through with it and their end goal is like, I I don't really think it's ever really made reference on screen so maybe it's not a motivation for them like it, it doesn't seem like there's ever a motivation for them to do what they're doing for anything other than getting like rich and the easy way out yeah money like they don't like it's never like oh i want to like you know stop this so it doesn't kill more people or you know kill my dad she's or whatever. more like, worried about dying than, than she's, she's more worried about getting a picture than she was dying she was like yeah. well, like you know Risk so, it all. I don't know. I I think it really it is just kind of like a in broad strokes like where it, a commentary on those things. I forget the point I was trying to make. No, it but, just goes back. Yeah. You have to have a high IQ. Yeah, there it is. Fucking yeah. nailed it. Sorry, guys. All right. Does anyone else have any uh any other uh 
thoughts on Nope before we wrap things up here? Nope. Nope. Fucking got him. Daniel Kalua. I don't know how to pronounce that. Is it Kalua? Kalua. Um, I think he at least says nope once in the movie. He might say it twice. I love everyone. He was like when he's in the car and he like opens up the door and looks up to see the thing above him. He's like nope. Yeah. It had it had a very likable cast. Like I liked all the characters in it. No, the cast was fantastic. The cast carried me through the movie. Um, Yeah. When I think about the fucking scene of the monkey killing everybody, it still fucks me up. Like, it is, like, oh, yeah. an uncomfortable fucking thing. Like, because it's, like, you're not really watching it happen. You're really kind of experiencing it through Jupe. Like, you're, you're, you get a little bit more visual because the camera's swinging around. But you're really still kind of only getting what he is getting, which is he's under the table so he can only hear and really can't see anything. And you don't you don't even really fully see anything. You really just like see more like very piecemeal of the of the the action of it happening. But what's more is that you're like you're not seeing it, but you're hearing it viscerally. Like you're just hearing like fucking like the thud and like the fucking pounding of flesh. It's just like it's fuck, it's so uncomfortable. Like it's so disgusting. Like I it freaks me out when I think about that. That, scene. that like that opening, like, is what hooked me into the movie. Like, cause it opens with that, doesn't it? I believe it opens. It with, opens, like, but yeah. it doesn't. Like, it opens it quickly with it, but yeah, then yeah, it yeah. goes into it later, and that's when that, like, when yeah. it opened that way, I was very confused what the movie was doing. I was like, does this have anything to do with this movie, or is that just like the way he introduces? Because would you say his movie studio's like Monkey Paw or something? Monkey Paw. Yeah. So like, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but this is fucking kind of a lot. Um. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a good movie. My, I my my opinion on this movie after this conversation on like Barbarian has slightly raised my appreciation for this film a little bit more. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right. So as we do with these episodes, we wrap things up with uh, not what's in the box, but a game we like to call um, check check yeah, the go ahead. check pull, rip the stubs. Stub stub checker stub uh, stub my toe. Stub, uh, st- really, uh, you should just you should just block a block an hour out of your day someday to just <laughs> come up with a name. Okay, okay. Uh, who who's that? Uh, you know, again, give me give me give me give me give me, give me movie s- verbs or nouns, and I'll come up with it right now on the spot. No, no listen, hit me with you, hit you, me. we've seen you. You do not work under pressure. Hit me, hit me with them right now. Hit me with, give me some movie noun or verbs. It's Come okay. On. You can't even it's give okay. me movie Just, nouns or verbs. Listen, I know me. I know my limits. I'm not gonna try and I'm not gonna dance for you. I'm gonna get eaten by an alien if I do. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna we're playing a game everyone loves called uh, reel it in. What'd you say, Todd? Yeah. So what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> it's what's in the what's in the book. Anyways, uh, the scoreboard for the year so far is Dom at eighty-two, Todd creeping at eighty-one, Mike at sixty-nine. Nice, and we will get right into movie number one, which is of course. Let me pull this up here. Bubbler. <laughs> Incorrect. This. Uh, Rated G movie, 
which has a runtime of about an hour and 40 minutes, uh, has won an Oscar and nominated for 67 awards in total. Iron Giant? Incorrect. Wally. Incorrect. You may... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just trying to figure out what made <laughs> go to Wally. Wally. You may, uh, you may know, you may know uh, familiar Keanu Reeves in this film. SpongeBob. Year? Um, the movie. Incorrect. I did not Who's... say a year yet. I'm not okay. going to say a year yet. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Super Pets, the Legion of Super... Shit, I forget what it's actually called. Incorrect. Oh, wait, actually, he is the voice in that, isn't he? Isn't he Batman in it? Keanu? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Gee. I know, that's the tough one. You may may know uh, familiar... um... Hmm. Wallace Sean is in this movie. Oh, uh, you just gave is it away. Bad? Incorrect. Wait, who did we say? Who? <laughs> Wallace Sean. Inconceivable. No, I know. Um, what else do I know Wallace Sean from? I'm assuming it's a cartoon. Like, I feel like what Gene, what's. I don't feel like I've ever seen Keanu in like a non-cartoon family-friendly I movie. Mean, you may even know uh, the director of today's movie pick in this film. Keanu? Oh, it's Toy Story 4. It is indeed oh. Toy Story oh, 4. there you go. Damn. Mike crossing over to 70. There's a reason why you should probably watch that movie. Jordan Peele was the voice of Bunny, and Keanu Reeves was the voice of Duke Kaboom. And Wallace Shawn is Rex. When Mike did his, what, I didn't know if you, any of you would know Wallace Shawn, like, if I said his name, and when Mike did his voice, I was like, oh no, this is, someone's going to get this movie right away. I, Maybe not. I said Princess Bride right away. That's the first yeah. thing that I think of when I think of Wallace Shawn. Uh, Obviously, right. it's the first thing Mike thinks of when he thinks of Wallace Shawn, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. This uh, movie number two, uh, four, uh, is this real? This 2015 rated R movie clocks in at yeah, j- over two hours. Incorrect. Oh, it started again. It started again. This 2015 <laughs> film is rated R and clocks Great, in yes. at just over two hours. That's too early to be Get Out, right? I, yeah, I think so. I think we just said that Get Out was 2018. Okay. All right, I'm going to guess Get Out. Incorrect. <laughs> Thanks for taking that bullet for us. No worries. Got you. Let me see. What else can what I? What else can I give you here? This this film was nominated 158 times, including three Oscar nominations, but no wins. Damn. This film has actors that appear both in the MCU and Star Wars. 
Well, that's but not it's not an MCU or Star Wars film. I didn't say that. Rated R. Oh, oh, rated R. You did say that. I mean, I didn't say it, but yes, it is not a Star Wars Marvel movie. Twenty fifteen, you said. Correct. Uh, I'm gonna go. You know what? Incorrect. It also has actors that appear in non MCU Marvel things. Oh, so it's not Predator, the, the Predator remake. I don't know what Todd is saying. I no, I, you anything anyone has guessed has been wrong. You already guessed Predator. What are you talking about? Oh, because because like uh, what's his name from Keegan, Keegan whatever the, the show they have oh, the yeah. other guys in. Yeah, it's in, uh, and, it's, and it's a rated R movie. It's like Listen, just because I did a through line on the last episode doesn't mean there's a through line <laughs> on this episode. I mean, maybe there is. I don't know, but it's not what you're you're not there. Let's 2015, see. right? 2015, rated R. Just over two hours at two hours and one minute. 158 nominations, including 15 wins, but no Oscar wins. But oh, Oscar I forgot nominees. you said that. I don't even know why yeah, we even had not, that. That's <laughs> right. not the new Predator movie. Really. <laughs> right. Because that movie was very bad. Not the recent one. But... Hmm. Hmm. 2015, Rage of R. One of these actors, let me just double check this before I say this out loud, because I don't know if this is actually true. I think it is. Let me just double check. Let me just let me just just take a peek. Take a sneaky peek here. Uh hmm. Ah, okay. Good thing I didn't say it out loud because that would have been very incorrect. He <laughs> bet thought because I'm going to ask you about what that was once this is done. It's just it's just me not having a wealth of actor knowledge. It was me confusing two actors. Um, uh, okay. But I can still remind you. Well, if you remind me after, I'll tell you. But I just it, yeah. it was me confusing two actors. I was going to say that this person appeared in something else. That would have been relevant mm-hmm. to things we watched this year, but it's incorrect. Okay. Um, let me see here. 2015 rated R. Not Deadpool, right? I think Deadpool is 2016, but you might be right. You think Deadpool was See, nominated for 100? Oh yeah, we keep on, yeah I know. I mean, that's a, I mean maybe. Uh, special effects stuff. You know what though? Someone in this movie appeared in Deadpool. See, I wanted to say I'm going to say it now cuz I I'm pretty sure the year is wrong. I wanted to say Smoke and Aces. I don't think that's that way fit. I, that that's came out in like 2008, 2009, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Way earlier. But it had it had him. It also had uh, Ben Affleck, who was in a non-MCU Marvel movie. Here's I mean, a through line for you. You 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 may uh, recognize somebody who appeared in the film we talked about this episode in this movie. When Daniel Kaluuya. I don't think I know his 
filmography prior to Get Out. So, Black Panther, which was twenty eighteen. I that wasn't my guess. That was he's in that film. Well, and that it's was, funny. Yeah. It's oh, funny no, because he, he, but he is in that film, and that movie is award nominated. Oh yeah. So it yeah. you know it has some <clears throat> of the criteria. It's not the right date. Though. Not the right and year. It wasn't rated R. Oh, it wasn't rated R. Suicide Squad. Incorrect. Oh. <clears throat> no, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad won its Academy Award. Oh it yeah, I thought, I thought you said it won. Yeah. This film has an actor in it that people actually, I guess, two that people really want in the MCU. Quiet place. What did Todd say? Quiet place. Incorrect. Quiet place too. Incorrect. <laughs> uh, that actress in this film. Twenty-eight weeks later. Twenty-eight days later. Incorrect. That Lady Gaga is in this film. That actress, the top build actor in this film. That actress, in Mary case there's Pop- any... Mary Poppins it, Returns. It is not Mary Poppins, but in case it is not fully Edge aware of tomorrow. everyone... Edge of Tomorrow. It, incorrect. Tomorrow. It is, it oh, is uh, Emily Blunt <laughs> is the actress I'm referencing. That is the top yeah. build person in this film. Oh, okay. It's not Edge of Tomorrow, though? Oh, wait, okay. you said, did you say it was our? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah so it's not Edge of Tomorrow. I was confused. I thought you were still... I don't know why I thought you were talking about Nope still. It is indeed Sicario. Go. Josh Brolin is in this movie. John Bernthal is in this movie. Benicio Del Toro, who at first I was like, did Benicio play Puss in Boots? No, it was Antonio Banderas. <laughs> that, was the, that was the information that I had to look up before I said it out loud. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised no one got that sooner. D- don't you love that movie, Todd? I do. I just, I know uh, Todd talks about the I've definitely never seen it. It would be a, I, I probably would. It would be a movie I'd pick, but I don't think you'd like it. I would probably like this more than anything else you fucking have picked. I don't think you. If you didn't like prisoners, you're not going to like Sicario. An idealistic FBI agent is enlisted by a government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the U.S. and Mexico. I mean, that premise though doesn't sound appealing. This cast is it's appealing. It's really good. No, and, it's really good. Yeah, and it at least sounds better than the plot of fucking prisoners. Uh, all right. That gives Todd got that right. Todd got the point. Yeah, yeah. that's a tie. That's a leaderboard tie. So this third movie here, ooh, oh, it's got. I thought be, we were. I thought we were done. I that was movie two. That was movie two. That's that. We just a lot of things. A lot of things on sale, stranger. Things just fucking got heated, heated, heated. I just closed out of the movie that I was. Gonna <laughs> so let me pull it back up so that I have uh, I have the correct information in front of me. All right, movie number three. This 2018 oh, rated R film. Get out. Predators. Incorrect. Incorrect. Clocks in. <laughs> At just shy of two hours, at an hour and 52 minutes. What year did you say, 2018? Mm-hmm. Yes, 2018. 
Hereditary? Incorrect. This movie also has at least one at least one actor that appears in the MCU. And that appears in Shrek, I'm sure this time. (laughs) Did someone just get, did you guess something, Todd, just now? No, I did not. Okay. This movie was nominated for awards 57 times and has 19 wins. I'm just checking. I don't believe it has any Oscars. Did you give us a rating? R. R. Quiet, please. Incorrect. Let's it? see. Incorrect. It chapter Let's check- two? Incorrect. Let's check in with our friends over at Rotten Tomatoes uh, with a tomato meter of 93% and an audience score of 71%. Oh, so it's divisive. This movie is something that I can confidently say, I think, that... We've all seen. I think you've all seen it. I'm pretty sure you've yeah. all seen it. I'll say confidently, I th- you've all seen this movie. I don't whenever, there's an, whenever there's an audience like whenever it's a movie's like that high rated and then the audience gives it had like an ending or something that fucking pissed people off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Deadpool two, Deadpool. Incorrect, incorrect. Oh, you know what? This this has two, at least two, at least three actors that have appeared in Marvel projects, and I'm saying that because one of them. I can't say more. Ooh, ooh, it's I'm saying not Moonlight. I'm saying Marvel Project because I don't know if some of these things are considered MCU. So I'm just gonna leave it at Marvel Project. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. There is at least one actor in this film who is in the MCU. No, I, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just going to move already said that. <laughs> this movie is rated R for pervasive language, some strong oh, sexual content, graphic nudity, and drug Ooh. use. On my drugs. This movie is genred under comedy, drama, fantasy, and sci-fi. That should be enough. Yeah, that should be enough. It was written and directed by the same person. My brain's not functioning properly. (laughs) It has at least one Actor. That's in the that was a cast member on Arrested Development. Hmm. That narrows it down to like three people. It also has at least one actor in it. That's in The Walking Dead. 
So mm. John Berthel's in whatever project this is. Yeah. Because right. he already said that he doesn't know if it's considered MCU or not. So. Okay. What did I I'm see? I'm, I'm like, my years of turning John Berthel, and he's been in so much stuff. Oh, he's like mm-hmm. literally pops up in everything. Discount that for a second because that's not going to help me for a bit. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Incorrect. Oh, he was in. Oh, but that wasn't comedy fantasy. You may recognize Patton Oswalt's voice in this movie. It's rated R. Oh, that Ooh, should give yeah. it to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember him having voice. a voice. I was like, oh, that's weird that he's here. Why can I not think of anything right now? Adam Oswald's was, voice. It was like super. Adam Oswald's voice. It wasn't even a big part if I remember that right. It was like no. weird that you showed up. Oh, fuck. Now I, I definitely I definitely should be able to get it from this. I feel like I should have already had this by now, so I'm kind of just annoyed. I'm a big John Bernthal guy. There's uh hmm. Let's take a look. Let me let me dig a little deeper. Let me dig a little deeper in here. What we got? What we got? Oh wow. An unexpected through line. There is also <laughs> there is also an actor here that appears in Star Wars. In a live action Star Wars. In a non trilogy Star Wars. In a Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, we we got it. <laughs> well, I, I had to rule out. I I did have to rule out Solo. I did have to rule out Solo. It could have yeah, been so Mando or fucking or fucking uh, Andor. I don't know if they're in Andor because I, I there's, yeah, there's, there's like one other person okay. in Andor that was in Rogue One. So yeah, don't worry about that. I'm gonna be really annoyed when you say oh, this. Apparently, in Star Wars Go Rogue, which is a TV miniseries, I don't know what that is. Oh, and they're in Rebels too. So there you go. Oh. The character is or the actor is? I'm going off of IMDb, so I'm going to assume that it is them is it doing the, same the character? character. Yes. Ooh, that's how John Bernthal does like a lot of supporting roles in movies where you like almost forget he's even there. Okay, so now I know who the actor is. The actor that appeared in Black Panther? Yes. And, uh, and Jedi Fallen Order? Yep, I know. And, I know. And and Andor apparently. Yeah, that would make according sense to for IMDb. To, that would make sense for him to be the one person. Oh, can you I give feel, me another I feel, clue? I feel, I feel bad that only Dom has this clue this deep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you Mike know that know, Mike knows it because he said that Mike, he already you watched know? Andor. I did watch Andor, but like, there's only one person I know that was in Andor and Black Panther, but I don't see. I don't know if they showed up in anything I mean, else. The the actor that I am referencing. I don't believe has a large role in this film. It is Forrest Whitaker. So take that information oh, how you will. Okay. 2018 Forrest, see, Forrest Whitaker, isn't it? See, because you know who else was in Andor and Black Panther? Fucking uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Golem. No, I was going to say uh, oh. Andy Serkis. Oh, Andor. No. Andy Serkis. That, I was, oh. Andy Serkis is who popped up in my head. No, it was, as soon as he said it was also in Rebels, Saw was the only link that I could think of. I forgot Saw was there. I'm. I'm going to be so mad when you inside that no one knows about this yet. The voice of Patton Oswalt is the thing that I can't get off of because 
I definitely know it. I it do remember, like, yeah, I do remember a thing. But the problem is I keep thinking about uh, Eternals, which keeps throwing me off because I remember him being oh, there, yeah. too. Maybe, as, like, yeah, a small that, voice. That might have, that might have been no, I remember something else with, with Patton Oswalt because I remember watching it and thinking to myself, like, oh, I know this voice. Why do I know this voice? Because, like, at the time, my brain was shutting down and I couldn't remember voices. Wait, what quote. year is it? 2018? 2018. Yep. 18. And it's... And it's rated R, And right? it's rated yes. R. Did we, already try, did we already try Keanu for this one? Uh, No, I didn't. So Is it Keanu? It is not Keanu. Can you give us a good clue? Like, I'm giving you a lot of information about this movie. He's giving us a lot of information. Is it Paul? Incorrect. Uh, Who? It's a the movie with uh, the alien. You know that was a th- that was a movie on Framed like a couple days ago, and <sighs> I didn't get it. I did not get it. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I, I like. I feel like I should know this, but I can't think of anything that Forrest Whitaker's been in 2018. Who was the other person that we said? And I wouldn't. I'm. I'm not giving you the top top actors. I, I would maybe yeah, not yeah. focus on Forrest Patton Whitaker Oswald. if it's not helping you. The voice yeah, of no, Patton Oswalt. I also maybe wouldn't focus on Patton Oswalt if it's not helping you. Yeah, there are other other that. ways to get this. I have given a lot of clues. I'm looking given, for more. You're giving us nothing, but I'm looking for a good clue. Uh, 2018. Who's the top build actor? High fantasy comedy. I'm not giving you the top build actor. But awards. It, yeah, the awards thing keeps throwing me off too. Oh, I keep on forgetting about that. Yeah, because we haven't talked about that before. Do do do. Let's see here. Let's see here. Rated R. So to help you all out, since again, you're pulling the wrong clues out of the things I'm giving you. John Bernthal is not in this movie. Oh, I I never said he was. You guys kept saying, I'm like, I'm not going to count on that one. Is it, um, is it the Punisher show? Yeah. No, is it, um, King George? I'm just going to help you out with this one. Last when Christmas said, or whatever what, that that holiday no, movie that, that. Yeah, when I said that there is an actor from The Walking Dead in this, it is Stephen Yun is in this. Yun. I don't know if I can picture him in anything else though. Didn't say he was a top actor. I'm just saying I don't know if I can picture him in anything else. Anyways, he is on the poster though. His name is on the poster. Take that information as you will. Okja? His name is on the poster, and so is Patton Oswalt's. Is the movie Okja? Forrest Whitaker's is not. Huh? Is it Okja? No, no. I almost did pick that movie, because, but I didn't think anyone would be able to pull that name out, so I did not pick that film. Let's see. I feel like at this point, if I give you any other actors, right, it Johnny gives Bernthal, the movie away. What's John Bernthal movies? I'm just trying to think of like a good John Bernthal. It's not yeah. animated, right? I just want to double check. Be... It is indeed not animated. I can say other actors, but I think it would only confuse. If I said the top it, three, it would give the movie away, I think. Is it... Um, oh, wait, that was a wait. show. Never mind. 
can't picture what John Bernthal. I can't remember his name. Um, your joke wasn't funny the first time, Todd. When everyone ignored it. <laughs> let's see. Let's let's see what our let's see what our good friends at Rod, Roddy Tom says about this. I almost just said the name of the movie alone. Uh, Roddy Tom's got this at a 93% tomato and a 71% audience. Another. Oh, so it's divisive. divisive. Or did Critic... you already say that for this movie? Or was that the last movie? Last movie. Critic consensus, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Fearlessly ambitious, scathingly funny, and thoroughly original, this movie loudly heralds the arrival of a fresh filmmaking talent in writer, director, this person. Blank. Just give it some director at this point. Again, that would probably give it away. No way. So no. Is the writer director in the film? I don't know. I don't think that would help anybody. So they're essentially what you're saying is that the right director is not at least top build. That was so that was might... that was all I was looking yes, for. Yes, no, no, that was all I was no. looking for, Mike. No, okay. But I can tell you that the top build actor is not in the MCU and not in Star Wars. If they are, I am very not aware of their cameo appearance. But they they are not in those movies. Um, but you may know them from movies like. Hmm. Apparently, at some point, you may know notice their voice in BoJack Horseman, or Lobby One BoJack Horseman, or Wait, maybe is this, is this the Arrested Development one still, or is that the last? This is yes, <laughs> yes. One person is in this movie that was in Arrested Development. Um, so is it Will Arnett? No. Will Arnett top I... top build twenty eighteen rated R award winning movie. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, the Lego uh, the Batman movie. The Lego Batman oh, movie. Batman it was movie. rated R. It was uh, uh... the top build actor you may also recognize from Knives Out or Uncut Gems or Great movies I've been watched. What'd you say? What did Dom say? Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uncut um, they were the muse of the top build actor is of, in of, is in such films as Knives Out, Uncut Gems. Uh, appearing in two episodes of the Eric Andre show. I can't picture crossover from Knives Out and Uncut Gems. Yeah, same. Uncut Gems. Uh, you may notice them in a TV show called Atlanta, or maybe. Uh, oh, okay. Now I can. Yeah, I can picture a guy too. Maybe Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Or watch it. All right. So what about it? Now what? Yeah. Again, you should probably know who the top billed actor is if you know who I'm talking about at that point. Yeah, I know who, who, who can someone you know who yeah. it is? Yeah. All right. I mean, you got the top billed actor, you got the information. He's the top billed actor in this movie? Yes. Build hmm. the second billed actor is from the MCU or in the MCU. I won't say from the MCU. I actually didn't hear the actors. Captain name. America? Lakeith Stanfield. Stein, Stanfield. Oh. Is the Captain top America? actor? Captain oh, America. Oh, then it must be. Iron um, 
I, I don't know what Dom is doing. Get out. It's you said, get out. You said people yeah, from okay, get out. Okay, now I know what you're doing. You're an idiot. Mike might know the movie because yeah. he's his, he's actually trying to get the points here. No, because the only person I can the only thing I can think of that makes sense is uh fucking the mo- my movie pick. Sorry to bother you, but I don't think that was that year. That's what I was saying. Well, maybe it was. Is that your guess, Mike? Because that's the fucking yeah, movie, baby. Oh, right. I knew it. I was... There it is. Mike gets the point. It's Mike at seventy-one. It was indeed sorry to bother you. Pat Oswalt is the is his voice when he's making calls. Yeah. Can't believe that took that long. I'm I am a little shocked. Uh. <laughs> oh, we could, Bootsy Russell is the director, right? Bootsy Riley. Boots Riley. If I said that, would that have given it away? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have gotten it. I would not have gotten it. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Jermaine Fowler, Omari Hardrick, Terry Crews. I don't even remember Terry Crews in the movie. I think he was the uncle that he was living in, like he was living in his garage or whatever. Okay. And then I was going to say Army Hammer, but I feel like that might have gave it away because isn't he the guy towards the end? Yes, he's the guy who gives yeah, him like, he's the, like the, the, the CEO or whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like that would have given it away. What was the MCU thing where you were like... Oh, oh uh, so Tessa Thompson, obviously Thor, uh, mm-hmm. and related things. Uh, Patton Oswalt is MODOK. I don't know what that show is considered. That's why I oh, said... Oh, I mean... Oh, I mean, that's Patton Oswalt is the voice of... I said of, Marvel I just, Project. I, just I don't know what that's... Mike said it MCU product, project that he was actually in. He was in Eternals. Remember, he was the voice of like the little imp in he the post credit scene. Oh, well, then the, the other thing also that, again, I wasn't sure because it's it's a little cloudy. Rosario Dawson is in this movie. I don't know if Terry Crews is also okay. in this film. Oh, I don't is he in he, he, Netflix shows. He's in a ride. He's, he's, a, a, he's, a, he's in the Guardians, he's in the Guardians the ride. ride. Uh, oh, oh, on the ride. Uh, Rosario Dawson's in Daredevil, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's in all like the the yeah. Netflix shows. I don't know how where that falls. I also forgot that Forrest Whitaker was in Black Panther. So, um, if I can throw David Cross in the MCU, give me a little David Cross in there. He already is. He's um, he gets his rocks off. <laughs> That's true. Imagine they pulled him into the Fantastic Four movie. Oh please. Uh, listen, it's a shame. We, I feel like David Cross. Probably could have played a really silly character in Guardians. It would have been probably would have fit really well in there. Uh, Jordan Peele doing an MCU movie? Yes or no? No. no. Stop. You wouldn't want that? as an actor or as a director? Oh. No, as a director. I don't, want, I don't want anyone doing MCU. Let's just like wrap it up. Let's just fucking close it all down. Oh, I, I think he would have a better time doing something with DC because they're just like, yeah, w- listen, we're not going to make a connecting universe. Just, just, so just yeah, here's some characters. Do what you want. I get that. Give him what's the the dude that they brought in with the glasses and the fro, whose name I can't remember right now. In uh, Flash, I think. Pa- not power, not Power Man. In the they television had, show. In the TV show, they had him working with. Um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. In like the most recent seasons. Yeah, or yeah, a few seasons back, but yeah. I can't remember what his name is now. Oh, Mr. Terrific? Mr. Terrific. There we go. That's that's who I was looking yep. for, yeah. Um All right. Well that'll that'll about do it for this double feature episode, episode three forty seven. 
the Pass Control Podcast. Thanks for listening to us chat about Nope. Again, we'll be back next week with regular show style. But if you want to hear us talk about the December pick, which is Bullet Train, we will talk about that at the end of December. So make sure you take some time out of your busy month to watch Bullet Train. I believe Mike said it is on Netflix. You can obviously purchase that movie elsewhere if you want, but it is should be on Netflix or if it's not yet arriving at some point to Netflix. So there you go. Uh, Until next time, make sure you follow us, leave us a review, do all those lovely things. We appreciate you and we will see you next week. 